Don't overthink it. You will get in your head. This is a normal part of doing anything, of doing any content, of doing anything creative, of creating anything in the world. And it's more important that you just get the thing out. I really believe that because I don't believe that an idea is even the correct idea that's meant to be had until it's out in the world and starts getting feedback in which then it can change shape. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's time for another quickie because there's always time to fit in inspiration. And I wanted to do a podcast about what I've learned from 1000 episodes of recording this show. So last week I celebrated 1000 episodes. Now, if I could go back and talk to myself in... God, what was that, 2016 when I started this and told myself that I would actually even do 1,000 episodes? I don't know if I would have believed you because in order to do 1,000 episodes, I mean, each episode takes me at minimum an hour. Interviews take me two to three. So the amount of hours that I have put into this show let alone just even the marketing that we do for it, is pretty insane. And most of those years, I did not make money from the show. So I would say four of those years were totally for free. I want you to think about where it is in your life that you are so willing to show up that consistently. I do three episodes a week, you guys. For a while there, I was doing four, and I think I'm going to go back to four But where are you this willing to show up? Because it pays off. So what have I learned from a thousand episodes? You guys, I started writing things that I've learned and I've been writing for an hour. So I'm kind of just going to share some random things specifically geared towards the podcast. But the best thing to do is just try to apply any lesson you're ever learning that's in a specific category to yours as well. And I really believe that those are the most successful people in life are the ones who can see the crossover in different categories and in different life journeys and in different paths and careers and everything crosses over. And that's actually where the conversation gets really interesting and juicy is finding those crossovers, finding those patterns, finding the perspective, and finding the similarities. So what have I learned from a thousand episodes? Oh my God, what haven't I learned? So first and foremost, don't overthink it. Whatever you're doing, you're going to get in your head. And the best thing that you can do is just hit record and let it be okay if it sucks. Because most days, it's not going to be awesome. And to get to the really good parts, sometimes you have to talk in circles and all of a sudden a bomb drops and you're like, damn, that was amazing. Or you'll be writing out your podcast if you're one of those people who writes everything out, which my husband does. I do not. I'm more bullet points and stream of consciousness, which if you listen to our podcast, you may have a style that you prefer more. More linear people are like, yeah, Chris is my guy and more creative, airy people are like, okay, I can follow Lori's tangents. But don't overthink it. You will get in your head. This is a normal part of 
doing anything, of doing any content, of doing anything creative, of creating anything in the world. And it's more important that you just get the thing out. I really believe that because I don't believe that an idea is even the correct idea that's meant to be had until it's out in the world and starts getting feedback in which then it can change shape. So majority of my podcast became what it is because I had to start putting things out in the world. And I looked at the feedback that was coming in. And that's really what shaped my podcast to what it is today, is it's kind of a mix of what I enjoyed talking about and what people were giving me feedback on after the podcast, after podcast would air. So I would really start to see what was hitting and what people liked and what they were commenting on and what people weren't commenting on at all. And those were really great signs. And never overthinking it and never taking it personal because you just don't know. All right, my next one. Write down all of your ideas in notes on your phone when you have them because no matter how much you think you're gonna remember, you will never remember. So what I do in notes is when I'm on a run, when I'm out in the world, when I have a conversation with someone, I write down the triggering sentence that will remind me, but I also write a little bit of context. Like they said this, and this made me think of this, and it made me want to tell this story. And so I keep these notes that say either social posts or reels idea or podcast ideas. And this is huge for me because when I'm out of ideas, I just go to my notes and I can always find something to talk about there. All right, my next one. This one came from a mastermind that I was just at in Napa. It was a mastermind that Brendan Burchard had and Jay Shetty was there. And he said that if you invite randomness into your life, that is really what will spark creativity. So creativity comes from the amount of randomness that you can handle in your life. And I just thought that was the most brilliant thing I've ever heard because in that moment, I could look back at all of the things that I really feel have made me feel interesting on the podcast or feel like I have something interesting to share. So thinking back to just pivoting from a fitness career to personal development to weaving in different things like Chris and I ballroom danced for four years and we did ballroom dance competitions. And we've gone on a lot of different trips that have been really interesting. We've gone to Costa Rica a lot. We've surfed. We ride horses. We have lived in an RV. We camp. We love to, you know, do water sports, wake surf, I want to do polo lessons. I just signed up for them. Just really inviting randomness into your life. So where can you go take an art class, take a pottery class, go to a networking event, go listen to some poetry, go watch how comedians perform their art and really just be there and watch and observe what it takes for them to be able to have such comedic timing and how many times have they had to tell that joke to know if it's going to work and make it seem like it's the first time they've told it. How much randomness can you invite into your life in order to be interesting and have interesting things to talk about? My next one is showing up as a habit. It's not motivation and it's certainly not passion because I find that most days you will not feel motivated and you won't feel passionate. So showing up is a habit and it's a discipline. And it's really helped me having a podcast that I know won't be successful if it doesn't come out on the days 
we say on the podcast that it's going to come out. And it's crazy because the more that you grow and the more you get these things that you want, such as now you maybe get sponsors on your podcast after four years or six years or 10 years or however long it takes. And all of a sudden now you're even more responsible or you have even more pressure because you can't miss an episode no matter what, because you have an ad going on on that episode or you won't get paid and maybe you've already been paid for it. So you have to do it. And if you don't do it, you get dropped by a sponsor. And I will tell you, I don't care what industry you're in. The world is very small. The industry is very small. Word gets around and truly your reputation is everything. And it's up to you to be the person who shows up, right? Who shows up that is reliable, that people know they can count on. Because unfortunately, if you're not, it gets out quickly. And you just don't want to be that type of person anyway. And so for me, that pressure is really positive. And through the years, it's been one of my biggest challenges because learning how to deal with pressure was not my strength whatsoever. I was the person who'd get really overwhelmed. I'd feel like I was getting crushed under pressure. And it forced me because it's also simultaneously what I really want in the world. It forced me to have to find ways to cope with it. And if you listen to the podcast years ago, I probably talk about that being my journey is finding these different coping mechanisms for overwhelm and pressure. My next one, give yourself permission to change as much as you want until you find your flow. I mean, I didn't know how the heck to have a podcast. Like you guys, what the heck? I can listen to them all day long, but if I try to be someone else, I'm not going to be able to show up consistently. It's going to be too hard for me to show up as someone else or trying to be something that I'm not. So let yourself dabble in a bunch of different areas. Let yourself one week to talk about something and the next week to change the topic. Seriously, allow yourself to change and find your flow. It's okay if you want to start with a five-minute episode and you realize that you're a crazy talker and you turn them into 30-minute episodes. Let it be okay to flex and find your flow and until you really find that rhythm. And I'm telling you, you'll find the rhythm and you'll want to change it again because your life will change, your listeners will change, and the feedback will change. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share with you that this podcast, Earn Your Happy, is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone and I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with, like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing, like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in. And one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show. You guys, I just had Danielle Canty on of the Boss Babe podcast. She co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends, Natalie Ellis. You guys, you can go check out that podcast on mine. It's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing up 
up in your life, and most importantly, how to prevent it. But I want to tell you, if you have not gone and checked out the Boss Babe podcast yet, go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're listening to the show, chances are that's probably you. You guys, they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers. The Boss Babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly, these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster. It makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone listen to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys go check out the boss babe podcast. You're not going to be sorry. And it's just going to like make you way smarter and you're going to have way more fun. So go check it out. All right. Next one. Don't get attached to anything. Like if your show is one way, if you said that you're only talking about one thing, you guys, I was so much about health and fitness and happiness at the beginning of the podcast. And while I still believe those things are foundations, I'm really loving talking about those, but associated to business. I want to talk about going for your big dream. I want to talk about finding that network that doesn't let you fail. I want to talk about entrepreneurship. I want to talk about why you need to make money. I want to talk about why a lot of money is really good. I want to talk about women investing. I want to talk about bigger opportunities. I want to talk about working with your partner. I want to talk about, is it good to get a business partner or not? Like all of these things that also have health, fitness, spirituality at the core of it. But that's not my main focus right now. And if I would have gotten attached thinking, this isn't what people want to hear, I think I would have quit the podcast because I just wasn't interested in talking solely about those things anymore. Next one kind of has to do with the last one, but follow the energy. What's lighting you up? What's getting you excited? Even if you're like, oh, I'm so nervous. My audience may not like this. If you're so passionate about something and it is a hot topic for you, that is going to come through. And most likely some of your audience, if not a lot of your audience might be really interested in learning about it too. The key is to bring them along on the journey. So you're not just like slamming them over the head with it. Like, here's what I'm doing now. It's kind of like, let me tell you about how I'm feeling about pivoting or doing this new thing and that it's scaring me to tell you guys. It's scaring me to tell you that I'm not as excited about talking about fitness because I have this new thing now that's absolutely filling my soul. So bring people with you, follow the energy, but bring them with you. It's really in the story that your audience is going to want to take that journey with you. And you'll probably keep a lot of your followers and gain new ones. My next one, 
Interview people that excite you, not just big names. I've had quite a few celebrities on here and people I was so excited because maybe they were on TV shows or anything like that. And honestly, their podcast did not do very well. And I find that absolutely crazy because it's like, hi, this is a celebrity. Don't people want to hear from them? But I really believe that when you're following what you want to talk about, And when you find that authentic connection with a guest, which I think is one of our most important jobs as a podcaster is to just work so hard on how can you create a fast connection, which has taken me years. And to be honest with you, sometimes I still get off podcasts and I'm like, oh, I sucked so bad. I like could not, could not find the place where we connected. And that's okay too. Like it's okay to have these learning experiences. And it's also okay to know that like you're not going to connect with everyone in that way. It's not always going to be an energy match whatsoever. And it's okay to have a podcast that's just very informative and maybe there's not that spark. But man, when you get it, it's so, so good. You know, I've had podcasts with people who nobody knows about at all, but because we had a connection out in the world or an experience together, the podcast goes crazy because people can feel that energy from the start and it's a topic they want or it's really vulnerable. So don't get in your head. It's really great to have those really big guests. It gives you some credibility. It's easier to land big guests when you have already interviewed one or two. But don't get stuck there. Don't think that's where you need to be unless that's the way you want your show to go is just celebrities and that's very different. All right, next one. You're gonna feel like most of your content is just okay. You're gonna feel like most of your content is just okay. And I think that this is true for social too. And I'm always wanting to get better with my content. And at the same time, it's like, man, when you're putting out as much content as a lot of people are out there on podcasts and everything, it's tough to make every episode great. And I really believe I actually have a ton of improvement I can make here. I think that one of my, if I'm being totally honest, I've been working very efficient because I've been doing a lot of things instead of effective. So I've been working efficient instead of effective because my plate has been too full. So I'm kind of a jack of all trades and I feel like I'm a master of none. And some of you listening might be like, what are you talking about? You do this or that. But some of you might be like, yeah, she nailed it. (laughs) But truly, I want to get more focused. I want to feel like I am getting better at interviews. I want to feel like I have more time for content. So one of the big things I'm doing this year to feel a little bit better about this is I'm taking some things away that I was doing to focus more on things that I can go deeper on. And so with that said, I hope that I feel like I like my content a little bit more. And it's not that I'm like, oh, I suck. I just, I really love improving and I like to see improvement. So I believe that we can get a, a little bit better with this and that I can get better with it. But for the most part, my point is you will probably feel, especially in the beginning, or look at me, I'm what, six years in now, you'll feel that most of your content is just okay. And then you'll have the ones that you're like, dang, that was so good. And I got to be honest, those come after the more random things that I've done or the more I kind of invest in myself or the more I put myself in uncomfortable situations. So going to masterminds with in rooms with people who are 10 years ahead of me, 20 years ahead of me, light years ahead of me, some are younger than me and light years ahead of me, is really when I come back with some amazing content because 
I felt the emotional range in that room, right? Like I'm, I'm specifically referring to, I feel like I'm on fire internally right now in the best ways in my life because I just came back from an event where there was like 40 of us together. And these people are some of my, you know, biggest mentors in life. And the range of emotion and thoughts that happen in that room from, wow, I am really not feeling worthy. And the work that you have to do to show up feeling worthy and to show up feeling like you have value in the stories you have to tell yourself after you know, when, when that chatter starts to happen in the back of your head, you got to get a grip on it. You got to get it together so that you can show up in that room. You got to know your value. You got to go back to your room and and get yourself together and remember who you are. And that takes a lot of self-work. That takes a lot of, it takes a lot of tools that we've learned from personal development and not just that to make sure you're not in your head so that you can get the value from everyone so that you can be present so that you can listen so that you can help someone, so you can show up, so you can give back. And it's definitely the moments that I'm being stretched when I do scary things. It's the moment when I send the scary emails. It's the moment when I go to that event. It's when I sign up for that thing. It's when I get on the call with that person that makes me scared. These are all of the moments that are going to give you amazing things to talk about that are going to give you the esteem that's going to make you feel like you can do anything. You're like, dang, I did that. Even though I didn't feel great about it, I still did it and I really showed up. So now what else can I do? And you're so relatable when you do these things. Like, let's not forget how to still be relatable to our people, especially if you're someone on a major growth trajectory. Like, go do things that scare the shit out of you so you can actually talk to your people who are going through the same damn thing. Like, If you never go to those places and maybe you're, you know, pretty successful and maybe you're making the money you want, it's really hard to tap into that part of you that's like, I'm scared shitless. I'm doing huge things and this is freaking scary. Like those are, when I do those things, I'm talking to everyone who's listening because it doesn't matter if you're a beginner or you're someone who is scaling really hard and fast and big, like that's how it feels. And when we can all be on the same page, that is really when you resonate the most with people. And you don't even have to worry about what you're saying because you can just be you and tell the story of what you're going through. So you guys, I'm sending you so much love. Truly, I have like 50 more things that I have learned from doing 1,000 episodes. I have thousands of things. But what I want to tell you is showing up consistently for something when it's hard. This is still hard for me, you guys. It's still tough. It's 8.45 p.m. right now. I have a full day tomorrow. I'm not going to be able to record it all. Today's the last day that I can get this podcast in on time to make sure that everybody has what they need. And it doesn't always feel like I can do it. I don't always know what I'm going to say. Sometimes it feels like the hardest thing in the world. And I just say, here's my points. I'm going to hit record. And today is a day that I just get it done. And that's okay. And it's important for you guys to know It is about the habit of consistency, not about the motivation, not about the passion that will all come in and out. It'll come in and out of your life for the rest of your life. But if you can get the disciplined habit of consistency, you'll win. You'll win because you'll show up. You'll be someone that shows up and eventually you'll get a result with that. 
So you guys, thank you so much. If it weren't for you, I literally don't know what I would be doing right now without a podcast. When you share, it means everything to me when you rate and review, especially you guys, if you share with the link so that when you share on stories, people can just click the link. It makes a huge impact to a podcast. And I have to tell you guys, my goal this year is really big. It's a very big, audacious goal. And it will only happen with you. If I'm being completely honest, it will only happen if you are willing to help me. And I want to double my listeners this year, which is crazy. I've been doing this for six years. And I want to double my listeners in one year. And I have somewhat of a plan, but I also have a plan to ask. And I think that when we don't ask, we absolutely do not hit the target for what we need. So my big audacious ask is to share this podcast whenever you listen to it with a link. That would be huge for me, whether that's texting it or putting it on your stories or both. And I'm just so grateful for you. I will keep you posted on my big goal. And I'm appreciative for you tuning in. I'm appreciative for you going on this journey with me. I'm appreciative for letting me be in your ears. I know what that means to be a mentor in your ears. I've had them for years and it's changed my life. And I can just tell you that if I can be that for you, like some people have been for me, that is really one of the most touching, touching things that it's, it's like why I'm here on the planet. So thank you for letting me live into my purpose. Thank you for giving me a reason to wake up every day. Thank you for just making me who I am because it stretched me. It's made me grow. I'm so grateful. All right, you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. 
If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.